This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Ford posted its second quarter earnings yesterday, and the numbers sure do look a whole lot better than they did a year ago. The company sold 1.1 million vehicles, up 8%. That brought in $45 billion in revenue, up 12%, and it put $1.9 billion to the bottom line, which was more than double the $700 million from last year. But the real interesting info came from the earnings call that the company executives held with Wall Street analysts. And here are some of the nuggets that came out of that conversation. First, Ford is really putting a heavy emphasis on hybrids. 10% of all the F-150s and 56% of all the Mavericks sold in the U.S. are hybrids. And Ford expects to quadruple its hybrid sales in the next five years. It's also going to unveil that all-new F-150 and F-150 Power Boost Hybrid at the Detroit Auto Show in September. Ford Pro, which handles all the company's commercial trucks and vans, is a $50 billion business with the potential to become a high-margin software and service company like John Deere. Ford Pro already has 550,000 paid software and service subscribers, with 50% gross profit margins. That's the good news. The bad news is that CEO Jim Farley says, near-term EV adoption is going to be slower than they expected. CFO John Lawler says, they're not gonna see a contribution margin break even for its EVs this year, and in fact, they see much higher losses coming. Ford originally thought it would lose $3 billion on EVs this year. Now it expects to lose around $4.5 billion, but it still believes it can deliver 8% margins in 2026. The Biden administration is getting heavy pushback from automakers about its proposal for stricter vehicle emission standards. To meet the standard, EV market share would have to be 67% by 2032. General Motors warns that the new rules would cost the auto industry anywhere from $100 to $300 billion in penalties from 2027 to 2031. That's about $1,300 to $4,300 per vehicle. But the administration calls that, quote, pure speculation and inaccurate. It says the rules will cost about $3 billion by 2032, and it will save consumers more than $50 billion in fuel savings over a vehicle's lifetime, and that overall the benefits will exceed costs by more than $18 billion. NHTSA is expected to release its formal proposal for the new Corporate Average Fuel Economy, or CAFE, targets later today. All the major automakers have initiatives to reach carbon neutrality at some point, which includes slashing emissions from the companies that they get parts from. And that means suppliers have to agree to these terms to be awarded new contracts, and then they have to report carbon emission data back to the automakers. And as you can imagine, that can be a huge time and cost burden for suppliers. So Hyundai and Kia are turning to AI and blockchain technology to help. They developed a new system that's able to compute carbon emissions at every stage of a company's supply chain, down to the raw materials, and then use that to predict future emissions. 
The group can then use that information to decide if it needs to make changes or not, all while saving suppliers a bunch of time and money. Even though we've been kind of bagging on Audi for poor EV sales, it's actually doing pretty well overall. In the first half of the year, VW's luxury brands, including Audi, Bentley, and Lamborghini, sold nearly 920,000 vehicles around the world, which is up over 15% from a year ago. And Audi accounted for more than 907,000 of those nearly 920,000 vehicles. Porsche's not included, because it's now an independent brand. Audi also saw its sales go up 2% in the first half of the year in China, which was fueled by a more than 20% increase in the second quarter. In total, for the first half of the year, VW's luxury brands generated 34.2 billion euros in revenue. And we've got some more details of that deal by Volkswagen to buy EV technology from Xpeng in China. VW is going to get Xpeng's electronic architecture, the smart software that travels on that architecture, and the hardware that goes along with it. And remember, this is all the stuff that VW's software division called Cariad was supposed to have done. But Cariad stumbled badly, which is why VW is now buying the technology from another automaker. Xpeng will get fees and parts of the profits for each unit sold, once VW models on the platform start hitting the market. But it also turns out that Xpeng really needed a deal like this. Its SUV, called the G9 that rides on the same platform, has been a flop in the marketplace, and Xpeng had a lot riding on it. So VW gets the tech that it needs, and Xpeng will get some badly needed cash flow. Level 3 Autonomous Driving, which is hands-off and eyes-off, keeps making inroads in the U.S. and Europe. And now BMW is gearing up to introduce Level 3 Driving in its vehicles in China. Gasku reports that BMW has started taking steps to make sure it meets all regulatory requirements and that it will launch the technology in China by the end of the year or early next year. Geopolitics is killing BYD's deal to build electric vehicles in India. Earlier this year, the Chinese automaker and its joint venture partner in India, Mega Engineering and Infrastructures, submitted a billion-dollar proposal to the Indian government to produce EVs in the country starting in 2025. But several agencies said they're opposed to it over security concerns. And even though a formal decision hasn't been made yet, Reuters reports that BYD wants to drop out of the deal entirely. India has stepped up scrutiny of Chinese investments because of border disputes between the two countries. And it also rejected a billion-dollar investment from Great Wall Motors to build vehicles in the country. Ford is pushing the new Mustang into racing more than ever before, and it's now coming out with a track-only version of the car, that it expects to compete in Mustang-only racing series. Under the hood is a 5-liter V8, similar to the one found in the Mustang Dark Horse. It will make 500-plus horsepower 
and is mated to a Tremec manual transmission. The car also comes with a host of other performance and safety upgrades that make it suitable for the track. But as many of you probably know, those upgrades don't come cheap. The Mustang Dark Horse R starts at $145,000 and deliveries start next year. Automakers would love to get rid of AM radio in their cars. Automotive News reports that BMW, Mazda, Polestar, Rivian, Tesla, Volkswagen, and Volvo do not offer AM radio in their EVs. But bipartisan bills in the U.S. Senate and House are moving forward that would mandate AM radio as standard equipment. A lot of people seem to believe that AM radio is passe and that no one listens to it anymore. But according to the Nielsen Report, 58.8 million people listen to AM radio every week and about 82 million listen every month. And there are well over 4,000 AM radio stations in the U.S. AM radio is considered a key communication outlet during emergencies like hurricanes or other severe weather, which is why Congress wants to mandate it as standard equipment. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope that you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.